Do you find yourself struggling to stay focused and productive in your workspace? I mean, there are so many distractions that we face on a day-to-day basis that are continually vying for our attention. We have phone notifications, social media, emails, Slack messages, and the list just keeps going on and on and on. And it's no wonder that many of us feel like we're constantly playing catch up, that we're constantly feeling behind. So today we're exploring the key elements of a productive workspace. If you have a corporate office, if you're in a cubicle, if you have a home office or a co-working space, or even if you're working from your kitchen table, this episode is for you. Because if you feel like distractions are consistently getting the best of you, this episode is going to have what you need, friend. However, a quick disclaimer here is that this isn't just about how many things can I fit into my day. It's about designing a workspace that boosts your focus, boosts your productivity, boosts your creativity. It's about limiting the distractions so you can get stuff done. So the only question is, are you ready to become a productivity ninja and build a workspace that fuels your focus? Let's get to work. Welcome to the Mad Couch Cast. I'm your host, Kendra Gill, and I'm here to help service-based business owners like you create space in your business to ditch the daily hustle and build a business that you love. As a teacher turned certified director of operations, I'll be sharing my strategies on how to free up your time so that you can work in your zone of genius. We'll discuss topics like business planning, systems and processes, productivity, operations, and leadership mindset. Each week, we'll explore ways to build a business that truly brings you joy. So buckle up, because it's time to go from feeling stuck to setting yourself up for success. Let's go scale that business. So I have this client who came to me and basically asked, what in the world do I need to do so that I can be more efficient, so that I can be more productive? Because I have all of these little tasks that keep nipping away at my business, nipping away at my time. And I don't know how to limit the distractions so I actually get the things done I need to get done. Here's the frustrating thing. When you step out of productivity and you step into all of the distractions, it limits your ability to get things done. It limits your ability to manage your time well. And it's really frustrating because it keeps you from having the flexibility and the freedom to be creative in your business. So these five tips that we're talking about are going to be so helpful. They're going to be impactful to your business. They are going to help you take action today so that you can kiss those distractions goodbye, so you can unleash your productivity ninja skills. You're going to move from chaos and move towards calm so you can create a workspace that energizes and inspires you. So let's jump in to tip number one. And that is to create a dedicated workspace. Now, if you're in a corporate environment or if you're in a cubicle, of course, you probably already have that dedicated workspace. And I'm coming back to you, so don't go anywhere. But if you work from home, make sure that you have a space that is dedicated just for work so that as soon as you walk into that place, your mindset is already prepared to get things done. If you're working from in front of the TV, that's a distraction waiting to happen. When you have a dedicated workspace, it provides a sense of structure and routine and can help you stay motivated throughout the day because when you have that specific area designed for work, your brain learns to associate that space with productivity and concentration, making it easier to switch into work mode. Once you have chosen your space, you've figured out, okay, this is where I really work best. 
it is very important to make sure that that space is organized, whether it's physically or digitally, because a cluttered desk can lead to a cluttered mind, and it makes it really hard to concentrate on whatever you're working on. And there's actually an article written by the Harvard Business Review, and I will drop this link in the show notes too, so you can see all of the goodness that comes with it. But they had written an article a couple years ago that talks about the actual repercussions of having a cluttered space. And their research really showed that our physical environment significantly influences our decision-making and influences our stress levels and our anxiety levels and our ability to focus. When you have stacks of paper on your desk or you have files that are out of order or you have things that are mislabeled, it is contributing to your sense of overwhelm and you're more likely to procrastinate and really turn to those distractions that pop up. When you have an organized workspace, you are able to find things quickly. It saves you time. It reduces frustration. Our brains really do crave order. So tip one is all about finding a dedicated workspace and then organizing that workspace to minimize distractions and frustrations. So to move on to tip number two, it's about setting up a focus mode and an effective way to optimize your work environment and eliminate distractions. Because we get email notifications, we get social media notifications that just pop up all of the time. And 56% of people feel that they need to respond. This is wild to me, 56% of people feel like they need to respond immediately to their notification. Bing, email, bing, social media. And as soon as those come in, they abandon what they're doing and they switch over to a new task, a new app, a new whatever. And this really is eating your productivity. It is costing you your productivity. I'm all about the numbers today. I often say that your data tells a story. And I looked up a lot of things about context switching and where you're switching from one thing to something else, a task, an app, to something new. And it costs you 40% of your productivity. Think about all the things you could do with that 40%. Think about all the ways that you could utilize your time to create freedom in your business with that 40%. So setting up focus mode in your business is essential to minimizing interruptions and staying on task. And this feature is really important because here's what it does. It blocks notifications so you won't be tempted to go over and check that email. You won't be tempted to go over and check that social media while you're working. The important thing to do here is schedule that focus mode time on your computer, on your calendar, on your phone. Schedule that time out so that you are prepared to say, okay, here's the project I need to work on. Here's what absolutely has to get done this week. And I have blocked out time for it. I have silenced all of my other notifications and I'm going to work and get this done. And you'll be surprised at how much more you are able to accomplish and maybe even finish that project instead of having to bounce around from thing to thing. I am the queen of context switching. I jump from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And I was realizing that as I was jumping out of each project, I would jump into something new. Well, I would get into five new projects and not actually ever have finished one. I use it really consistently when I am podcasting. Creating this episode right now, I'm on a focus mode so that I make sure that no emails come in, no text messages. I mean, I have blocked everything. And and a lot of times in focus mode, you can control what you are blocking out. And I've chosen right now to block out everything because I want to make sure that I am dedicated 100% to this task. 
So for me, focus mode has been revolutionary in my business. Tip number three is going to feel a little bit counterintuitive, but tip number three is all about taking and scheduling short breaks throughout your day because this is going to help you prevent burnout. It's going to increase your productivity. Research has shown that taking regular breaks can improve mental clarity, creativity, and overall just job satisfaction. When you step away from your work, when you give yourself a little bit of a breather, it's like hitting the reset button on your brain. You come back with a fresh perspective, you come back with a new burst of energy, and you're ready to tackle the next task. One way people do this is to implement a time management technique called the Pomodoro Technique. And this is where you work for 25 minutes, you're really focused in, you've set focus mode on your computer or on your phone, you work on one task during this time, and then after that 25 minutes, then you give yourself a five-minute break. During this time, you could get a cup of coffee, you can move your body a little bit, get a drink of water, do some meditation, whatever you need to do. Then after that five minutes is up, then you start a new 25-minute focus mode, and you go back and forth and alternate working and taking a break. Then after four of these sessions, you get a longer like 15 to 30 minute break. When you give your mind a break and let it recharge, you can come back stronger, you can come back more focused, and your brain is going to thank you for it. All right, so let's jump into tip number four, which is use quality tools and technology. Because let me tell you, having the right tools makes all the difference in the world when it comes to getting things done and to staying focused. I mean, think about it. Trying to work on a slow, outdated computer with software that constantly crashes is like trying to run a marathon with flip-flops. It ain't gonna work. It's not gonna be helpful. It's not gonna be beneficial. You're gonna hate it, and the people around you are probably also gonna hate it. I remember when I was teaching, we were given these computers, and I always felt like I was fighting with my computer. I had to restart it often. It was slow. It was just really frustrating to work on. And I can't tell you how many times I wanted to throw that computer. Obviously, I never would have done it, but it makes you want to throw your computer out the window. It really does. And it's frustrating and it puts you in a bad mood. Not to mention, it takes forever to get work done. I won't lie to you, me and Apple have a much better relationship. Having the right equipment and software helps you work more efficiently, and it helps you avoid frustrating technical issues and keep your focus where it needs to be. On doing the project. Plus, having top-notch tools can also make it feel like less of a chore when you have to do the things that aren't so enjoyable. So make sure that you have the right gear. Make sure that you have the right technologies. Don't settle for things that aren't beneficial for you. Don't settle for the tools and the technology, maybe just because it's cheaper. You are going to make more money in the long run using the tools that you need. Tip number five in our quest to minimize distractions and increase productivity is so, 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 so simple. So simple, and it comes in two parts. And both of these things can be implemented starting today. The first part is to keep a notepad nearby to jot down any distracting thoughts or ideas or tasks because it's really easy to get sidetracked by these sudden ideas and thoughts and mental to-do lists while you're trying to focus on your work. Almost without fail. Every time I sit down to do an important project, I think of all the appointments I need to make or these mental to-do lists that come up almost every time. When I was first getting into business, I would drop all of that and go ahead and go make that appointment. But when you have a notepad within arm's reach, you can quickly write down all of those things and give them the attention they deserve without sacrificing the productivity in the moment. Plus, who knows what brilliant ideas that you really might come up with in that moment that you don't want to forget, you don't want to let go. And I call this, I, I refer to this quite often, but it's called the parking lot. 
all of the new ideas that I have not planned for going in the parking lot because I need to finish what I am doing before I take that idea out for a spin. It stays in the parking lot until I'm ready. And then I can give it all the attention that it deserves. And sometimes I go back to that thought and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was ridiculous. It doesn't deserve my time. Or I see the value in it and I start to create a strategy to implement. And the reason I mention this is if you take the time in that moment and you give it 100% of your attention while you're in the middle of something else and then later decide that, oh, I didn't really want to do that, then you've wasted time for nothing. Whereas if you give it a second and then come back to it, a lot of times we realize, okay, that was silly. I don't want to do that right now. It doesn't deserve my time. Part two is let's talk about the browser epidemic. You know the one I'm talking about. Some of you, not everybody, my husband's browsers always look pristine. He's got like three. I run with 500 browser tabs open at a time. And if that's you, I see you. Okay, I do. And let me tell you what works for me because I can't cut out all the tabs that are open. I need them. I want to come back to them. And it comes back to this parking lot idea of when I'm working on something and I'm doing some research, it's really easy to go down 700 rabbit holes and you have all of these tabs open. Instead, what I encourage you to do is as you're researching, as you're going through, as you're needing to open new tabs, if something is going to distract you, go ahead and open the tab, but put it into a different window. So you can have multiple windows open on your computer, drop that tab open into that window, and then come back to the what you are working on now. When that project is over, if you're doing the Pomodoro technique, when your time is over, then go back and look at all the other things that you opened and see if they're still relevant and if you still need them. On a total flip side, this is just a ridiculous story, but when I when my computer dies, because sometimes I forget to charge it, <laughs> but when when my computer dies, and it gets rid of all the tabs and you turn it back on and it says, would you like to restore all these pages? I always press no. I call it the cleansing of the computer. It's nature's way of telling me to let it all go. And here's the thing. I don't regret it. If you are a hoarder of tabs, you are most likely not going to notice if you close them all at the same time. You're not going to wonder where that one tab went most of the time. So tip number five is to keep a notepad or a notes app really close to you so you can write down all the distracting ideas. And if you have browser tabs that you're going down the rabbit hole, put those in a different window and come back to them later. All right, to wrap up, I have one bonus tip. And the reason it's a bonus tip is because it falls into this category of productivity, but not necessarily work environment. And this tip will make you feel like a productivity wizard. Break down your goals, or your projects into smaller chunks. By doing this, you're able to make consistent progress, minimize distractions along the way, create some motivation and encouragement to keep you going, and additionally, it helps you prioritize tasks and manage your time more effectively, which leads to a more productive workday overall. And one final reminder, just because you're busy does not mean that you are productive. So if you're finding that you're doing all of these things, you're doing all of these tasks, you're working on all of these projects, but you're not getting anything done, I encourage you to go back and look through the five tips that we talked about today. But then I also encourage you to look at the tasks that you are doing and evaluate if these are the right projects that will move your business forward. So the five tips and strategies that we talked about today to help you increase productivity and minimize distractions are create a dedicated workspace, utilize that focus mode, take a break when you need it, use quality tools, and use a notepad or a notes app on your desktop 
to write down those distracting thoughts that might take you away from your projects and break down your goals into smaller chunks. So now you have a range of practical tools and ideas to implement in your daily work routine and workflow. Remember, being productive doesn't have to be a chore. It can be fun, it can be rewarding, and it can work. So take these tips, have fun with them, and watch your productivity soar. Until next week, stay curious, focus on joy, and go scale that business. Thank you again for joining me today. I hope this episode was able to provide value and some encouragement as you pursue big things. If you enjoyed what you heard or if you got something useful from today's episode, we'd love for you to leave a review or share this episode with someone in your circle. And if you'd like to connect with others who are on the same journey as you, join my free Facebook community. Have an amazing week full of success. And until next week, enjoy your time.